This is an island surrounded by water, big water, ocean water. Okay, they can't, they can't do it. They hate him. They hate Trump and America. It's July 5th, 2019. Why is the Betsy Ross flag offensive? The left will tell us this hour, and you won't believe their rationale. Thomas Jefferson's birthday, no longer celebrated in Charlottesville. Oh, happy 4th to you, too. And where does this intolerable hatred for America come from? Let's discuss that. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended, and how offensive were they? The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, this lovely day. This is actually the 4th of July weekend because the 4th was yesterday, and we're just going into the weekend. So you can still email us and let us know where you're going to be grilling, and we will come and eat your grilling and do some chilling with you. We will do that. In that order. We prefer... Filet mignon. But hey, I would really, <laughs> hey, really, that was Scott making that noise when I said filet mignon. That's great. Every time I say it, he's, he sounds like a gorilla grunting. Ooh. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, Where do we come up with that stuff? Anyway, all right. uh, it's all good. We're going to have a good time today, so... It's vacation time. Stay with us. It's Let's vacation time. I just don't know where this intolerable hatred from America comes from. We'll discuss that. Also, coming up at 4, a Virginia restaurant owner says conservatives should just stay home. I wrote an, uh, A Virginia restaurant owner, the Red Hen in Lexington, wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post said spitting on Trump was okay, and you should just stay home if you're a conservative. I kid you not, we'll discuss that. So he doesn't four. want to serve any conservatives. It's a woman. And, uh, it's a woman. She'll probably, my prediction... I give her three to four weeks before she closes the doors and sells her equipment. Oh, no. That is she's, so, she's already well, done that. Remember, no, I guess she kicked up there out in Northern Virginia. You're no, it's right. Lexington. It's Lexington, oh, Lexington Virginia. Virginia. Remember, she's Virginia. the one that kicked out Huckabee. You would out think of that in rural, Remember that? A, a rural area like that. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have anything like that. You would right. think that that yeah. al- alone would have. Liberals are everywhere. Shut her down. They yeah, they're everywhere. That, the intolerance of the self proclaimed tolerant. Is amazing to me. <laughs> Didn't you like the way that liberal pukes used to stay in the shadows years ago? They stayed in the they shadows. They never stayed in the shadows. Yeah. Then, and then all of a sudden, they just kind of exploded onto the scene with this horrible language. And hate of and America. And hate of America. And anything and, conservative or Christian or anything of those. those are yeah. Those. All right, so... Coming up at five, the governor's new gun session is next. This is a week and actually opens up this week. We'll discuss that. He's got some amazing comments. But first, where does this, where does this intolerable hatred for America on July 4th week come from? We've been inundated with it all week. For example, Salon Magazine has an article that says the Declaration of Independence is bad. It's racist. It's sexist. It's uh, ba- it's just bad. It w- Salon Magazine? Yes. Can you, can you believe that? You actually take Salon Magazine? Uh, well, I had no idea you actually, took Salon Magazine. I, I'm able to see the magazine without actually owning I, I a subscription you to it. You do know how this works. a different kind of magazine, mm-hmm. if you understand where I'm coming from. How rude! So the, so the exactly. hatred for this America is horrible. was everywhere this way. I just don't understand. The, and here's another thing. The... the, the uh, Jefferson's birthday is no longer celebrated in Charlottesville. They've, they've changed that entirety. And Washington. My birthday's not celebrated either. Well, there's reasons. 
that's not even, I don't even know what to say to that because there's not even a comparison. I mean, come on. And here's another thing. George Washington was on a mural in a high school in San Francisco. It is now being painted over uh, this week, 4th of July. And then all the things that happened because Trump was on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial yesterday talking about the greatness of America and the left just loses their mind. There is no longer a kind of unified undergirning of the greatness and proud of America. There is no more of that. Undergirning. That's a new word. <clears throat> Not, Let's spell no, for it you, together. Let's spell for it you. together. George Washington <laughs> students this week I'll were take asked, the first half. U-N-D-E-R. Go the, ahead. The, the, the uh, campus <laughs> reform showed up on George Washington University this week and talked to students and they asked them, are you proud of America? Would You're, you like to know what the word undergirding means? He didn't ask that question. Oh, he didn't. He asked this. Well, question. he should have. Proud to be an American this year? Nah, not at all. Do you find yourself proud to be an American this year? No. There are so many issues right now that I just like can't say yes that I'm proud to be an American. But is that a question? I'm oh proud my to be American. Gosh. There's just so many issues. By the way, she's I think 18, maybe. It's like can't say yes that I'm proud to be an American, but that's not to say that I'm not fortunate. I've been prouder, I think. In the past. You're 10. What do you mean prouder, yeah, prouder in the past? Prouder in the past. You're like, like 11 years old. You're looking I've been back prouder and I mean, in I would, the past when the I was past? catching a wave on the weekend. When you were six in the past? What do you, I mean, you're like a, you're a college student and you've been more proud in the past? What was so different in the past? There's no way you were prouder in high school. <laughs> you don't even know. I mean, know. you were being indoctrinated, programmed. You were being dialed in right. to go to a local puke university <laughs> so you could learn how to become a nasty liberal until about age 25 to 30. George Somewhere Washington and that range. University. These students are not proud of America. I, w- I would suggest to you that this is consistent in everywhere but normal America. Nobody that I know of in normal America lives their lives going, you know what, I'm not proud of this country. Only George Washington University students, or any university for that matter, the mainstream media, the Democratic Party, these kids continued. Like, I think we do as a country have a lot to be proud of, but at the moment, there are a lot more things we have to be ashamed of. Like what? Like what? Give me one. I mean, hopefully she's speaking of the way um, a lot of liberal extremists think. think you think that's what speak. she's talking about? Do you think that's what I she's talking so. about? <laughs> I hope so. I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. <laughs> well, I wouldn't either, but I hope so. I don't know how to say it. Like, I'm not, not proud, but I don't like what we're experiencing now. Are you proud to be an American this year? Nah. It, not as proud nah. as I've been in the past, but I feel lucky. In the past? Where is this coming from? These kids are 18 to 20. Back before and, they were born, they were proud to be an American. <laughs> what is that? What do you mean in the past? So let me tell you, it's gotten worse in your 18 to 20 years of life that you can no longer be proud of America right now? And if your parents are pro-choice, you're lucky to be an American. You're lucky to be here. Or what would you say are the reasons that you're feeling that way? Definitely our current president, because he just... Rocks. I, I'm not proud of him. I can't... Okay, Why? you don't have... Why? Here, here's the... Yeah, exactly. Are you his mother? Here, here, here's the thing that's interesting. You know what? There's a lot of things about Trump that the Lee brothers don't like. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, are you not proud to be an American? And your issue is you don't like Trump because he's bombastic, arrogant, narcissistic, and tweets a lot. 
Well, so do I. He's but kind I am of proud. Funny. He's kind of funny, though. I'm proud to be an American. Are you proud to be American, Richard? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be an American, of proud course. to be an American, so lucky to be American. Can't imagine being born into any other country but America. I can't, I can't imagine that. Why is this foreign to the left? How can the left it's not so say easy. It's so they're easy. not proud of America? They're not proud to be an American. It's so easy to be foreign to this. It's so easy to say, I'd rather live somewhere else. Because they, you know, obviously didn't read anything in school. They didn't study anything. They didn't study third world told, countries or any other country. They didn't study what kind of taxes they would pay in England or Germany or anywhere else. They right. didn't study any of that. Of course not. So if they want to say they're not proud to be an American, that should be... Considered treason, and they should be removed. <laughs> Simple as that. On the Declaration of Independence, July 4th weekend. I don't know that that actually works. All right, coming up. Uh, what is so bad about the Declaration of Independence? Why would a magazine dedicate an article to trashing it on this July 4th weekend? And what happened to Jefferson's birthday? Is it so bad in Charlottesville? All that dead ahead. And your phone calls. 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be, be do, do for them. Be do for them. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from. What a great song. Here's what I tell everyone. Unless you're liberal. I was born by God's dear grace. <laughs> or George Washington's dude. In an extraordinary place. Then you suck. Turn this up, Mark. Where the stars and stripes and eagles fly. This is July 4th weekend, and we are live inside the uh, studios just outside the capital of the capital of, our, of Virginia. The city on the James. There are founding documents... You found the documents? The Declaration of Independence oh. and the Constitution of the United States have changed the course of not just our history, but the history of the planet. The planet Earth. This planet. America just is clarify. a beacon for hope everywhere. We're a beacon in space. It, it's unbelievable to me. It's incredible. That the left can't see. They can't see the beacon. What Jefferson and Madison and these guys have done for the world. They can't see the beacon because they're not out there in space. He can sure be a pain in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I try, you know. I, I give it all the effort I can. It's, I can tell Richard what I'm getting through. It. Scott's face turned red. No, and that's, and then uh, he pops look, a I mean, vein in his eyeball. It's just, it's, just, it's un <laughs> unbelievable how oh, even you. Uh, yeah, even you. So, Salon Magazine. Salon Magazine. Scott's favorite reading. It's a horrible read. It's horrible. It's would ever a restroom be a reading tool it's for Scott. It's so bad. They, it's uh, potty time, it's Salon Magazine time for Brother Scott. Whoever uh, actually has a subscription a to this TMI. magazine is... I don't know. Are you the only one? I don't have a subscription. You know how this works, How right? did you get it? Do you know it? how things work? Did you steal it again? Do, do you know how things work, Richard? Did you do you know you can go online and grab articles You stole from there? that magazine yeah. out of the barber yeah. shop. No. Oh, you have made me very angry. You, you stole it out the, of the beauty salon. That's not what it's about. Don't you go to a beauty no. salon and get every hair in place <laughs> just so? 
I decided so, I'm not, never getting another haircut again. Ever. I don't know that. Do you, do you think you do you think you need to I, cut? I don't have enough hair to cut, but no, I, I do have some hair. Right. And I'm never going to get another haircut, ever. Well, then you'll never see Salon Magazine. I'll see. It's only, can, it's only in, the, in, in places you cut hair, you bonehead. It's completely not. Can you, yeah, go un, ahead. Unbelievable. Bonehead. So Salon Magazine attacks America on July 4th weekend, essentially. Bonehead. Mag, no, I mean, Salon Magazine attacks yes, America. Of course they do. They, they write an article saying the Declaration of Independence is, uh, is wrong. It's sexist. It's uh, bigoted. All the rest of it. They said, quote, despite its positive impact on history, I like how it starts out. That's always how they try to, despite the Declaration's positive impact on, positive impact, it set the whole course of, of, of human beings on the planet. Without Jefferson's words, without the foundation of endowed by your creator, where, where would we be as a country? That was our foundation of changing everything, including getting rid of slavery, which yeah, apparently Salon Magazine doesn't even understand that. They should realize we would not be in the beauty salon. That's one place we would not be. Salon Magazine went on to say the Declaration of Independence is also a product of its time. A product of its time. It bears some of the shortcomings of an era, including racism, sexism, and prejudice against Native Americans. This is Give me a break. This was the article this week. July 4th. Yeah, they thought they would have pinned it better and said better things. It's on. It's just, where does this intolerable hatred come from that you can't even recognize that the founding documents were critical to the country we have? Unless you actually believe that America was founded on a foundation of slavery when it wasn't founded on slavery. It, said, it was uh, set out to, dis- to, to, to disband it and to, and to stop it. Okay. All and Jefferson's men were own created worlds. equal, right? Simple premise. Women, not so much, but all men were <laughs> that's created That's another fallacy, equal. by the way. It was ridiculous. Well, that's, that's not what you were saying in the break. I was just trying to echo your comments, my brother. So the found, so the, so the, wife's so the those who penned Salon Magazine... <laughs> She's mad. Are essentially profoundly ungrateful to the founding documents. They're profoundly ungrateful to what we have today as a country. They're essentially flipping off uh, the, the the founding fathers and what they stood for. That's what I don't Salon think magazine's profoundly all about. ungrateful and such. I think that uh, they're writing, trying to write something that someone will actually read out of their stupid and magazine. Probably more puke ladies go into the salons to get. Dolled up for the weekend. You're missing the point of that. That's not. I'm saying the they're reading exists. the magazine. They're going to read that article and walk out of there. You know, strutting. Yeah, I'm right. I am right. What hating America and the Declaration? Uh, yeah, I'm going to straighten my husband out when he gets home because I'm right. First of all, Salon Magazine isn't about the beauty salon. I don't know why you you're stuck on that. Maybe because the name got you, but it's not. I would think a magazine called Tomatoes would be about tomatoes, right? So Salon Magazine should be about. It's a salon. Okay. Is there another word for the meaning? No, salon? Another no, meaning, no, I'd rather, no, for the word uh, salon? There, there's another purpose of where conversations happen. The magazine it could goes be about into, that more than it is about cutting hair, but that's a, you know, maybe, just just maybe. I think. Just saying. All right, I, coming up. Je- I think uh, you're wrong. Thomas Jefferson's birthday no longer celebrated in Charlottesville. And why should it be? I mean, this is July 5th. I mean, we can hate Jefferson for a short term. The people in Charlottesville are missing out. 
It's an excuse for another rocking party. Thomas Jefferson was obviously a very cool guy of the times. He was an inventor. Right. You know, he he was a well, truly uh, great American. Your phone call's next on that, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Yeah. It's July yeah. 4th. Yeah. Celebrate the country. Are you kidding me? But there's controversy. We got people writing about how the Declaration of Independence was wrong and harmful. We got people telling us that uh, we shouldn't celebrate Thomas Jefferson's birthday anymore. I wonder if they had cheeseburgers back in Thomas Jefferson's day. And that has something to do with what? I'm just curious. Oh, that's all you are? All right. Um, we'll I'll take your th- phone see, calls on this. I, I'm a thinker. Yeah, I think yes, about you creative are. things. You are a thinker. Walter, hang on the line for us. We are uh, out of time, but we will pick you up when we come back. Phone number is 454-1366, 454-1366. More Dead Ahead, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, and 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. 820 WNTW. We built this city. We built this city on Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The city on the jams. The Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. That's right. But on this July 5th, you're much closer. July 5th. Oh, give me a break. I'm a- <laughs> I'd love when you I get all. I reel you in. You know, this is 4th of July weekend. It is 4th of July weekend. It really is. So yes, it is. Email us those, you know. Barbecues. Barbecue addresses. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. And we will make an appearance. Oh, yeah. All right, coming up, oh, yeah. coming up in, the, in the radio program, uh, Buttigieg, Buttigieg. But, butthead. Yeah, butthead. he says that it's the healthcare. pronounced than Buttigieg. The healthcare system is racist. I kid you not. He said that. We'll discuss that coming up in the program. And at five, uh, this, um, this gun session that's coming up with the governor, we've got some clips of him, and uh, we'll discuss that. And, of course, your phone calls, 454 1366 454 1366. Walter and New Kent, you're on 820 WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show and happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July to you all, Richard and Scott. Um, I wanted to talk about um, Thomas Jefferson. Right. It seems like the hatred to, towards Thomas Jefferson is, is really crazy because he actually left their party because of slavery. And he fought until he died to get rid of slavery. And so it's, it's an anomaly that you would have something like that. But I can tell you why I think it is. And that's because of the alignment with socialism, which, um, of course, Russia and all of these other desperate countries um, had a, a centralized form of government. And, of course, that is slavery. Now, I'm a conservative black male. And in the, in the 60s and prior to that time, Black people were very conservative people, and still they are mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Right. But 
the only reason they don't lynch us, you know, if I had a mega head on right now, they would try. They would be very dangerous to mess with me. I'm a very peaceful person, but when, even when I was in, in in karate and I was a white belt, they had four people. They had to have four people on me as a spa, so I'm not to be beat off. And I'm glad and you're I'm a friend of the Lee brothers. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this, that if black people stood up for their conservatism, they would be lynched because that party is out lynching people with Atifa and all of this other stuff. And so they, they really haven't changed. They, they, they lynch white people. that's not like them. They, they, they just love us only because of the numbers that they have with us. But as far as liking black people, just like the Tea Party, when they beat that man that was in the Tea Party, he was black, and they put him in a wheelchair. Well, do, remember, if you don't if you don't conform, Walter, then they will make you conform. If it's you if you that, don't approve, they'll make you approve. It's the, sad that things like that can happen can happen in America today. It, it really is. And well, that's how radical the most tolerant are. These are the most tolerant people that tolerate all point of views. Remember, they're the ones who scream diversity, exclusivity, or inclusivity, and all the rest of it. And meanwhile, they'll beat you when you have a mega hat on. Uh, Walter's right uh, about that, and he's also right about Jefferson. You know, this idea that Charlottesville will no longer celebrate Thomas Jefferson's birthday. Is, is, well, that's pathetic. It's it's. it's I mean, how could you possibly Charlottesville? I mean, this is where the, the man li- lived and is, is UVA Monticello is and UVA. Monticello I mean, come on. This this uh, this group has obviously lost their minds. You can make the case against anyone if the left is thinking it. There's nobody good enough that has a perfect um, life. That should be venerated in any way with the, with the less point of view on things. Jefferson gave us an amazing institution, not only UVA, but the foundation of the country. His, his beliefs in a, a limited, non-centralized government or an idea that the best government is the one that's closest to you. It works. The left, it, it, to Walter's point, it's, I think it's more about that kind of big government socialism. It is about hating Jefferson because he, he owned slaves, which he spent... The majority of his life trying to uh, fight against with two proposals in the General Assembly and as president uh, to to end it. Uh, he was um, an amazing, amazing man who gave us the Declaration of Independence. And it makes no sense to me that Charlottesville, Virginia, be the place to no longer celebrate Jefferson's birthday. Thomas Jefferson took good care of the slaves. And people say, oh, I can't believe that he would say that. It's horrible. That's he took good care of his slaves. He was not pro-slavery. You know, Robert E. Lee was not pro-slavery. So many folks from that time were not pro-slavery. They wanted to free the slaves. There's definitely a, uh, a poison or a stain on Jefferson because of slavery. That's fine. I mean, look, I mean, he lived in an era where slavery existed. But uh, that doesn't mean the Declaration's flawed. It doesn't. In fact, the Declaration was written originally was written to, in, in, uh, as an attack on slavery. That was later removed for for reasons of unity. But um, I think we need to see the full history here instead of attack those who um, who who lived in a completely different time. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. There's so many people. That, you know, John Kennedy was a Republican. Just nobody told him. Um, Lyndon Johnson was Republican. When you when you look at everything he stood for and everything he tried to accomplish 
for folks in America, Lyndon Johnson was a Republican. So we, we find ourselves so focused on race that it becomes this obsession of the country when the country's not racist. Look at this. Look at the, the Betsy Ross story. The Betsy Ross flag that Kaepernick refu- complained to Nike. Nike pulled it off their shoes, and it's been the conversation this entire week, Fourth of July week, when we're celebrating the founding of the country and, and what it means for us today. Yeah, I, I begin to think, what, what possibly could make the, 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 the flag of with the 13 stars in a circle so offensive? Who uh, listens to Kaepernick? <clears throat> Obviously, people do, but why? Right. He's, he's no scholar. <laughs> he's certainly you know, not. He's really not. Nike um, thinks that, I guess, liberals who hate the country buy their shoes. But the interesting thing happened on MSNBC, this Dr. Michael Eric Tyson told us what's offensive about the flag. I thought I'd play it for you so you could find out, too, because I'm sure you're wondering. I mean, you're out there just in normal America going, what, what's, uh, what's wrong with the Betsy Ross flag? I don't get it. Here's what we find. Uh, Professor Tyson, thank you for being with us Thanks here. Thanks for having me. So Stephanie touched on this in her piece a little bit, but can you explain why this particular flag, this symbol, is so offensive to some? Right. Well, it hails from the revolutionary period, of course, of this nation's founding. Okay, well, we'll start with that. So it came from the nation's founding. It was a flag for the United States. Our flag, was going to, this is the flag that was going to represent this great nation so they would no longer fly Britain's flag. Well, what's interesting is if that flag's offensive, what about the United States of America flag? It still has 13 stripes on it, talking about the 13 it's, colonies. It's got, more, it's got 37 more stars, so it's got to be just... More racist or less racist? It's got to be more racist uh, with maybe, all those I don't stars. Know. I don't know how to look at this. I guess the stars is what make it, makes it so racist, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so he continues so that we'll understand how the Betsy Ross flag is racist. Which was deeply embroiled in, you know, enslavement of the owners of slaves, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and the like. But also, it's the recent use of this flag that has been most opprobrious. Uh, white right-wing white supremacists have used it as a rallying cry. They have? Where is Recent, that happening? Recently, I've never seen I, it. I've never seen it either. <laughs> By the way, this is news to about 98% of America goes, wait a second. Probably 99, because I've yet to see this flag representing anything that's bad other than pictures from way back when i guess you can make the flags and whoever would fly them so let me just get this straight if if someone who has a stupid absolute radical crazy idea flies the american flag we should therefore ban the american flag from nike shoes that rationale is insane that's something i mean (laughs) that is something that's a good point Chief Joe from Williamsburg, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show and happy 4th of July. Well, happy 4th of July to you, gentlemen, too, and happy Independence Day. I wish that we could package this gift that God gave us Amen. and ship it out to the rest of the world because then perhaps maybe there would be peace on earth and goodwill among the You know, it's interesting Amen, to, that point, to that point, Chief Joe, the, the rest of the world loves America. You know, you don't want blue helmets showing up from the U.N. You want the United States of America showing up anytime there's a crisis. So the rest of the world gets it. Ultimately, they do. Maybe they hate us and they say they do out in public. But when there's a crisis or something wrong, the world looks to the place Jefferson penned. And, and it just goes without saying. This nation, from its founding, 
understood that we were tr- moving towards a more perfect union, not a perfect union, because as long as human beings fall in our fallen state govern, there are going to be problems. It is what you do in that path. What I loved about President Trump's speech yesterday was that it, it took us – it was a story that he told about this country and walked us down a path right. that we started off where we were. But in each instance, guided by Judeo-Christian ethics, we evolved and has continued to evolve into something better. Better. That should be what's celebrated today. The concept – I love the Betsy Ross flag. I actually took – I have a beloved flight jacket that is, has a, all of the patches from my career in the Navy of uh, different places that meant something to me in the ships that I served in. Oh, that's but awesome. I, I took, I took the, the 50 star flag off of my left or my right arm and replaced it with the uh, Betsy Ross flag because for me, living here in Colonial Williamsburg, I attached myself to it. While the 50 star flag today is a beautiful symbol of a a country and a people that are seeking God and seeking to perfect, to per- continue to more perfect ourselves, not perfect, but more perfect ourselves. It was a symbol of, at the time, when we were going to write a new chapter in history. Yes, we got fouled up with human flaws and we wrote slavery into the Constitution, but the entire mechanism, the three-fifths uh, the concept of a slave only making three-fifths of a person was not there to degradate the slave. It no. was there to empower the people who would come later to remove That's exactly slavery. exactly why it was there, Chief Joe. Thank you, by the Absolutely. way. And, and to your point, America is better today. They're not worse. And the left thinks it's worse. We'll play more of those clips for you and your phone calls. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. That sounds so good. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out How in can? yard. How can there be a group of people who look at July 4th and July 4th weekend... With disgust. Who are the people who look at Jefferson who pinned it with disgust? Who are the people who are in San Francisco at George Washington High School? Look at George Washington with disgust that they want to paint over the mural. They don't look at the day off with disgust. Oh, no, they take that. Oh, they want, oh, that, they day want that day off. And how can you look at the Betsy Ross flag and make things up about it to as if it stands for something that it doesn't? It's the same stupidness that Kaepernick kneeled on the, on the football field about, saying that the flag stood for something that it doesn't. Same stupidness that, that Rapinino, the soccer player, the women's soccer player, won't put her hand over her heart during the national anthem because she thinks the United States is mean and cruel. You can make up whatever you want, but the, the Betsy Ross flag doesn't stand for slavery from any point of view. Here is this uh, Dyson guy continuing to make the case why... The flag, he's making it up. You got to hear his explanation. Why is the flag so bad? He continues. For their own cause. And none of these flags are kind of set in stone, right? It's depending upon the culture in which you live, the moral ecology of the time. So right now, this flag has been used by people who want to pummel uh, African-Americans, Latinx, Jews, and other people, neo-Nazis who want to claim that they have their true copyright on American identity. So why not choose a flag that is representative of everybody? The diversity... Wait, uh, is that the American flag that's represent? Which flag, by the way, is representation of everybody? Because Kaepernick doesn't like the American flag either. 
And by the way, isn't Kaepernick admitting that his whole kneeling process is really about the flag when he said it wasn't? He said it was about police brutality, but now he's admitting that the flag's a problem? What flag does what he says? He doesn't have a problem with the flag. He doesn't. He's just a racist, big-mouth idiot. That's who Colin Kaepernick is. You disagree with me, we'd love to hear from you, but he is just a racist jerk. More from Tyson on MSNBC about why the Betsy Ross flag is so offensive. And I was just curious about this. I wondered, he's telling us. So why not choose a flag that is representative of everybody? The diversity of identities, ideologies, and uh, people of color and mainstream people who happen to exist in this country. That's the kind of blowback against the use of this particular flag. So what would that flag, what would this flag, that's just funny. Did he, what, is it, what flag, what would this look like? Maybe it's the American flag. Mr. College Professor Moron. What would this look like? Is it the American flag? Do we, you know, turn it upside down, change the colors? Right. Crazy. Why? How how can you find a a problem with a flag that's flown for so long? It's been up there representing the greatest nation on earth for so long. Well, the and Betsy, now all of a sudden... Well, he's talking about the Betsy Ross flag, not the United States of America flag, which is slightly different in the way it looks. I mean, obviously you got the, the stars. Exactly. Stars, but... It's part of our history. That's right. And yeah. I guarantee you, if you ask him the question, what about the U.S. flag the way it is today? If you have a problem with the Betsy Ross flag, do you right. not have a problem with That's the flag point. today? That's he's going to say yes. He so what to. would this new flag look like? The, the questioner actually asked him more. What do you make of those who say, listen, why let those sort of right-wing white supremacist groups win? Why not reclaim the flag, if you will? That would be beautiful. I don't hear anything coming from the right about that. I don't hear them going, hey, this is not. We, and and we, you think the onus is on the right on to do that? Well, yeah, because the left is responding. They're saying this flag is problematic. They're giving their interpretation. It's similar to what the Confederacy has done. They lost the war, but they won the battle of interpretation. This is waging a war what? of interpretation on the landscape of American popular culture it, for the collective mindset of America and people you know I think he's making too much of this the Betsy Ross flag is none of those things he's no, talking no so right fast wing people group. are just going <laughs> right no right wing group is using this that I even know of and if there is someone who uses it obviously you don't even have to debunk it you know it's wrong you no don't right have to come out group. and say you don't have to come out and say look because they're holding the flag and that flag represents that it's just a pile of crap you people are making this up talking about looking for something to get upset over when he talks about a right-wing group, he's talking about a racist white right-wing group. He's talking about white supremacists. You know, if a white supremacist group takes the United States flag and flies it, who are we to control it? We're not the flag su- white supremacists. Yeah. We're not, not right-wing from- nut jobs. Just like if, if another group, if Antifa's flying the United States flag, it doesn't stain the flag. It doesn't stain the flag. Right. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't mean the flag can't be used for any other reason. It All doesn't right. mean people should go and take the flag. <laughs> he continues. People have their right to, to weigh in as they choose. But the reality is that, that this flag has represented something that is offensive and appropriate. Oh and if people want to reclaim it, then do so. It's like the argument about the statues. The statues are there for education. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't hear people talking about Robert, Lee, Robert E. Lee as a moment of educating us about the... 
of white supremacy. So were that to occur, it would be great. It just that hasn't happened. What about the argument that some have made um, this is PC culture run amok, if you will? If Nike wants to put this flag on their shoe, why are people so upset about it? Yeah, because, you know, words matter, symbols matter, too. Why don't we wear a swastika for July 4th? Because, I don't know, it makes, it makes a <laughs> You're difference. You're an idiot. You're an absolute Because I don't know idiot. it would make any difference. He is a complete <laughs> the moron. The swastika now is the same as the Betsy Ross flag. You are now, if lost you see all a group, If I saw a group of people prancing down the street with a Nazi flag, I'd have a huge problem with that. Sure. If Nike, you know, but here's, here's the thing. If Nike put a swastika on the back of their Nike shoes, I doubt the outrage would be even exist. People go, I'm not buying those you shoes. You know, the sad thing is they'd probably sell a few pairs. That's my point. They That's probably exactly right. would. Uh-huh. And Kaepernick a wouldn't few. say a word. No. But if you put the Betsy Ross flag on it, I bet they you he wouldn't wear them. He hadn't got the nerve. He wouldn't wear them. All right, your phone call is next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW and 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. So there are some uh, changes happening here at 820 WNTW. The Lee Lee Brothers are uh, moving to Saturday, 8 to 10. And this is our, uh, I guess, our our last. But things can change. You say last. I mean, you never Never know know. what's going to happen. The, 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 uh, we want to encourage you as a 820 WNTW listener to stay, stay tuned to our station. Us. Stay with us. To constantly check our website at WNTWTheAnswer.com for updates. You also click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. But uh, and next starting, Friday, we'll be on Facebook. We'll be on Facebook. And, from 3 to 5. And Saturday, we will be airing the show 8 to 10. So that starts next week. The Lee Brothers will be on Saturdays, 8 to 10, right here at WNTW. And that may change. We've got a lot of phenomenal, great things happening here at 820. So, All right, coming more. The Virginia restaurant owner says it's... Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? Certainly not us. So a, uh, a Virginia school district plans a new gender policy in secret without even telling the parents. That's not going to be good. A Virginia restaurant owner warns conservatives, careful eating in restaurants. Maybe you should stay home. You would have to say she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, maybe. And Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Butthead, the presidential candidate says health care is racist. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely Friday afternoon. Be careful if you're out there driving home, especially if you're on the highway. Um, Traffic is flowing pretty smooth through the 6495 interchange. Um, But if you're going to northern Virginia, you might want to find a different route. I-95 northbound up near Fredericksburg, that that side of 95 is closed. and it's going to be closed into the evening hours due to a, a serious accident. So Route 1 might be a good al- alternative depending on where you're going. Uh, it's a disaster. 301 might be a good alternative, but 95. It's a bad one. going past Fredericksburg, you might want to get off, have a nice meal. Come by here. Bring the Lee Brothers some donuts. <laughs> That's right. All right. We're up and running. 454-1366. Coming up at 5 o'clock, the governor's new gun session starts this week. We'll discuss that. And the uh, Women's World Cup captain says she loves America. No, no. Just because she doesn't put her hand over her heart during the uh, national anthem, she still loves the country. 
Well, then, then why not put your hand exactly. over your heart and show people you love the country? Yeah, we'll, we'll oh, dis- you want to be like Colin Kaepernick. I get it. Right. And we'll we'll discuss that at 5. 454-1366, Pete Buttigieg, the mayor from Indiana, uh, made a statement this week about the country. And, and the entire clip is massively just – it's just discussing how he describes a country I don't recognize. And, and quite honestly, I doubt you will either. But he talks – it's all about how racist – Everything is. The police force is a race. But one thing he said specifically here, and you'll pick up on it, health care. It's racist, too. I did not know. We are living in shadows cast through time and across the country, and policing is only part of the story. Yes, the uniform is burdened by racism, but it goes far beyond that. Our health care system is burdened by racism. If black women are dying three times, as often from maternal complications as white women. You can only die once. As we just heard, that here in Chicago, there is an enormous disparity in life expectancy from neighborhood, from one neighborhood to another. Before we continue that, I must stop it and say to you, wow, we have racist people in healthcare that are killing children? I mean, why else would black women have a mortality rate higher if we're, I don't get it. I mean, obviously, our country is inherently massively flawed that we're killing. I mean, that which one? Is it the nurses? Is it the doctors? Come on, Pete, tell us. Did he just what? say black women die three times and white people die once? No, you get. Is that what he said? Is burdened by racism. If black women are dying three times as often from maternal complications as white women. I miss the as often. As we just heard. That here in Chicago... Three times more often. So, I miss the ass often. <sighs> I just heard him say black women are dying three times. I said, wow. It's quite the charge on the healthcare industry, isn't it, Pete? I mean, can you point to the doctor that causes the death? Can you Pete? point to the health insurance that causes the death? I mean, what? how did our healthcare system become so racist? Is it systemic racism? Is it just built into the system where they... That, that black people... I wonder why the stat is what it is. You think it's because the system's racist. I did. I missed that entirely. Unbelievable to me. Maybe someone can help us at 454-1366. John, the Latino Lee brother, you're on AM820 WNTW with your fellow Lee brothers. Good afternoon, sir. I, I don't know where to go with these people anymore. They... they <clears throat> you. You can't write comedy this bad from Buttigieg to you, you, that professor who was obviously educated beyond his intelligence, mm-hmm. talking about the Betsy Ross flag for crying out tears. It's, it's amazing to listen to these people and they're pandering to the least common denominator. And it's really Getting sad. I wonder what would happen, John, is if, <clears throat> if if Kaepernick would have come out and said, I don't like this flag, if the rest of the world would have said, so what? Are you crazy? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean Jack. Could you imagine the difference we would be living with right now? Or would they have said, so what? And, and so what? They I'm, would have said, we don't like it either. Let's get a new one. Right. But let's also let's also step back a minute to you know, talk about, like you said, racists have uh, appropriated the Betsy Ross flag. And I have been to many events and I've never seen a racist flying the stars and stripes in any way, shape or form. But let me ask 
you this question. Maybe we can get this to the professor where he says the American flag is is racist from its inception. How come they're ready to blame white people for for slavery when they don't blame the people who sold their forebearers into slavery who were not white? The family members. Yeah. Well, you know? either way, yeah. it's a complete it's completely wrong. And we can all agree with that. The problem is they're trying to place the blame on the Betsy Ross flag. Or now we have Pete Buttigieg. Uh, I pur- purposely butcher his name half the time. Pete Butthead. Uh, uh, tell us that the health care in our country is racist. This you know, is John, all a John's lie. right, though. You know, when he brings up the fact that family members in Africa sold other family members or people they had captured from another family to the Dutch, traded them for blankets and trinkets or whatever, and the Dutch brought the slaves over to America, it was not like the, you know people said, "Hey, we're going, you know, we're Americans. What does it matter? We're going to be Americans. It's all, it's all Let's go get them. Yeah, it's all old, but every all of this crap is ridiculous. To be, None of it matters, right? And to to put emphasis on the fact that that uh, the Betsy Ross flag is racist, which it isn't, or the healthcare system is out to kill black women is absurd. And there's a Democratic candidate running for office that said just that. Oliver from Chesterfield, you're on AMA 20 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, buddies. Hey, man. Uh, I was just uh, learned a little something uh, about the Iroquois Indians, and uh, they was talking to uh, Franklin and some other folks back when we was 13 colonies. He took one arrow, snapped it in half. Then he put 13 arrows all together and said, see how hard they are to snap. Turn your $1 bill over. And you'll see the eagle holding 13 arrows. That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, a, a piece of uh, a limb from the peace tree that the eagle sits on top of and 13 stars over top of him and then the flag in the middle of his chest. Uh, we became the United States instead of colonies. Right. right. And as far as uh, people flying that flag, it, it, you know, I... I believe that uh, Lee, Stonewall Jackson, all them was good folks. And uh, when they, when people like the KKK fly the Confederate flag under uh, under the name of hatred, I just soon smack them right upside the head. Yeah, we would too. Exactly. Without a question. So, so no, no, good point. Thanks for the call. Four five four thirteen sixty six four five four. Great call, John. Thirteen sixty six phone lines on this July fifth. The Lee brothers. Live here in the studios. All right, more July weekend is this weekend. More on uh, this. This Pete Mayor Pete uh, saying the country is racist down to its health care system, and then of course uh, more on um, this idea that the Betsy Ross flag is somehow racist. Of course, your phone calls four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Richmond's conservative compass. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. This is Scott's song, and he likes it so much. The greatest show on earth. I'm going to have to slap it. Yeah, I'm going to touch. <laughs> 454 1366. Lee Brothers on this July 5th, this holiday weekend. 
two two guys who are proud of our country, no matter oh, yeah. what Pete says, oh, yeah. Mayor Pete or Pete, but Colin Kaepernick, his running mate is Beavis. So we have so much emphasis on race in this country that Pete said, here's what Pete said again. Yes, the uniform is burdened by racism, but it goes far beyond that. Burdened by racism. Our health care system is burdened by racism. So our health care system is a bunch of racists. Now we come to find out that uh, the nurses and the doctors, and everybody, they, they look at the color of skin before they treat them. and they go, oh, if this is a black person, then we can't possibly give them good health care. This is a lie. Pete is looking for some, some way to go down a path, and he's lying to the American people. And there's a group of people who buy into that. You know, but it's, but it's harmful. It's, I spent it's harmful. so much time in the American healthcare system over the last two years. Yes, you have a lot of sure. time, and I've met yeah. a lot of patients. Right, met a lot of friends. They go to therapy, and we're all there. And half are black, half are white, or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. They're all been really nice, and they're all getting the exact same exceptional no, healthcare. Not true. not true. Pete says no. Pete says it's racist. I mean, I don't know what you're seeing. I well, Pete obviously. Is, is a is full of crap is a Christmas is. turkey. Yes, he is. Beavis is his friend, will be his running mate. Here, here's something else that's interesting. California just became the first state to ban employers and school officials from discriminating against people based on their hair. Natural hair. Natural. So, I kid you not. This is how insane this is. Now we have a bill in the, uh, it's called the Crown Act. It is signed into law. It enforced dress codes or grooming policies against hairstyles such as afros, braids, twists, and locks. Okay, a, a braid, a twist, and a lock. Is that natural? I hair? can only imagine what they are, but I guarantee there's no way. And beep, that's a natural hairstyle. Nobody's born with. That I'm not even whole sure list. what this thing. You does. know, uh, you know, I've all, I've heard in the past that you know an Afro hairstyle is called a natural because their hair just naturally grows like into that. a curly right. Afro. Right. That's a natural. Uh-huh. But braids. Have you ever seen a baby <clears throat> born with braids? I don't. I've never seen one in the hospital that's had their hair braided. They. That's not natural hair. California has got to be the dumbest. <laughs> The land of confusion. Oh, it's that, a complete that, uh, basket song or, or Phil Collins song, the land of confusion, because what a bunch of morons. <laughs> the hair a discrimination law? against a hair. Law. It's unreal. So this Democrat, Los Angeles Democrat, Holly Mitchell says, quote, this law protects the right of black Californians to choose to wear the hair in its natural form without pressure to conform to Eurocentric norms. Where is that happening? Um, I don't understand. Is someone? I think there's a county in Southwest Virginia that's Eurocentric. <laughs> that doesn't mean. I've never even heard that term. She said pertaining to someone's hair. She said, "I'm so excited to see the cultural change this one sue from the law." Oh, and cultural cultural change. change? You're going to get pulled over. Is there and something say, oh, going on in California? I'm not uh, aware of. I was going to write you a ticket, ma'am, but uh, uh, you know we can't deal with that Eurocentric stuff anymore. So <laughs> we're going to let your hair go. The new law takes effect, uh, already took effect in January 1st. It addresses policies against natural hair that are unfair towards women and people of color, says the governor. Addresses uh, you know, if, if, if anyone out there has heard a story of anything pertaining to hair 
you, causing a problem for someone at school or at work. And I'm not talking about if, you know, if I'm just glad if you're a uh, Catholic priest and you come in with purple and yellow striped hair, you might have a problem, I would think. Maybe. It makes you know, sense. You, you probably might would. have a problem. Probably I, would. I would think you'd have a problem. Right. It matters how you look. Unless you were born with yellow and purple striped hair. Right. You know. I'm just glad California. Somebody's going to say, uh, Father. California's going to fix everything. You look much better with a shaved head. California has a law now. I mean, California is there to Protecting make everything right. Hair. And government is there to do that. I'm so in. encouraged by the government in California to protect those who want to wear their hair naturally. I want a law here in Virginia that outlaws people's hair falling out. That's what I want. It's unconscionable. Listen to the uh, the quote from this Mitchell woman again. However, there are still two former cases of black employees and applicants denied employment or permission, even terminated because of the way they choose to wear their hair. Well, look, it's that happens, natural hair. By the way, it happens everywhere. If you wear your hair, it does matter how an employer will hire you. You don't go to a job interview with maggoty, long, infested hair. You oh. you shave, you clean up. It's natural. Are you telling me, Delegate Mitchell or whatever your name is in California, that you shouldn't be concerned about your appearance when you go to a job interview? And how are you going to know by the force of government that they weren't hired or fired because of their hair. How are you going to know I, that? You got I, hair police? I did. One time I smelled the person's hair. It was disgusting. And it was woven in all these dreams like you see coming out of Jamaica. And I'm not insulting Jamaicans. It's just right. I'm not wise in the way of hair. But anyway, she walked by me and I said something to me. I said, man, did you smell it? It's got to be the hair. Yeah. And and the lady I was talking to said, well, the, when they have that hair done like that, they leave it. For a long time, and they can't wash it because it's woven oh, so that. tight. So now we got a law. Protection. They can't wove. We've well, I guess if you're you're a, you're funky because of your hair, you're funky. The law in California, you know, you need to move there and get a job because you can work with funky hair. Four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on eight twenty WNTW. That's an incredibly good point, Richard. You know, we've always are, are amazed that there are issues, laws that are, you know, why does the Congressional Black Caucus exist? Because there are black laws? Are there laws that are based upon the color of somebody's skin? I guess maybe this one in California is specifically that. Of course, this one in California is completely insane. These people out there have lost their mind to have a law that says... You can't discriminate based on natural hairstyle. How do they know that? This is the whole problem that government can't fix every wrong that they so 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 called perceive to be happening. A natural hairstyle should be what they're born with. Yeah. Okay. That's <clears throat> what they're born that, with. That's period. Natural. That's natural. Right. Braided hair is not natural. Well, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish there. Do they? If you go to a job interview and you look like something that. You know, employer doesn't want to hire based upon your haircut, and your hairstyle. They shouldn't have to hire them. I mean, I don't understand. What, what's the law going to do? The law is going to say, look, you can't judge this person by their appearance. That's what happens every day in America. You judge just, people by the. That's why you wear a suit when you go to the job interview. It's why you shave when you go to a job interview. It gives people a chance to, to get a job where an employer is afraid not to hire them. The left, only the left sees a problem with dressing up for an interview. Only the left would make a law that says, you can't judge me by what I wear to an interview. 
Only the left would do that. Of course. It's unbelievable. There's no game, I'm telling you. This is a serious, serious bit of business. All right. A couple changes you need to be made aware of. The Lee brothers are changing uh, programming here at WNTW. We'll be on Saturdays 8 to 10 starting next week. And you can find out more about that by just staying tuned to our website, WNTWTheAnswer.com, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Also, click on the Lee Brothers. takes you to our page where we archive our shows, but also we have Becoming an American, a phenomenal video there that is about what it's like on the July 4th recognition of you being a citizen. Great video there, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Next Friday, you can catch us on Facebook. Coming up, this, Three to five. this Red Hen restaurant owner says, stay home, conservatives. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 434... Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, is Richard Lee. Thanks for clearing that up for me. 454-1366, phone lines are open. 454-1366, live on this July 5th, July 4th holiday. The uh, You might recall a little restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, called the Rent hen restaurant the red hen sarah huckabee is the uh the white house uh press whatever you call um press secretary press secretary yeah she was she's gone but when she was here she ate at that restaurant and the restaurant owner kicked her out of the restaurant you might remember the story it was a year or so ago and um and then last week, That's a Eric, good way to build your business. Eric Trump was at a restaurant, a Chicago cocktail uh, restaurant, and a server spit on Eric uh, Trump. And this, the the uh, Secret Service grabbed this uh, this woman, bounced and, her face off the floor and wall. No, they didn't do any at of the that. same fact, time. I'm just kidding. in fact, Eric Trump didn't even press charges. The restaurant, I think, fired her. But nonetheless, the Red Hen restaurant owner by the name of Stephanie Wilkinson is her name, penned an op-ed in the Washington Post this week. And she essentially said, hey, you conservatives can eat wherever you want, but look out. We, this whole game has changed now. Uh, you know, We're just not going to put up with this kind of stuff. The whole game has changed. In other words, if you want to build your business, you need to alienate half of the country or a bigger portion of the country. Here's what she said. She says the rules have shifted it's no longer okay to serve sea bass from overfished waters or allowing smoking at the table. It's not okay to look away from the abusive chef in the kitchen or, or the guest in the dining room. And it's not okay to ask employees, partners, or management to clock out of their conscience when they clock into work. What? Wow. That is interesting. Are you telling me that you can hire an employee and say, I don't want you to use your politics at work? That would be wrong now? Now you can't ask an employee to be an employee. You got to say, look, I know you got big political. So when you go deal with this customer, treat him any way you want. Who runs the business that way? No one. Politics needs to stay away from work. 
not according to Stephanie Away from Wilkinson, the workplace. who runs the Red Hen restaurant. She actually penned this in the in the Washington Post in an op-ed saying, look, it's not okay to ask your employees to clock out of their consciences when they're at work. I wonder how Miss Wilkinson would feel if you worked in her restaurant and you had a strict adherence to the pro-life position. And remember, this is your conscience speaking, right? And in comes, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, who doesn't, or, or better yet, Ralph Northam, the governor, who has never met a abortion he didn't approve of. <laughs> and especially in after, even after birth abortion. Um, and you say, I'm sorry, I can't serve the governor. I wonder if Miss Wilkinson would say, you know what? Times have changed. The rules have shifted. It's not okay to ask employees to clock out of their conscience while they're at work. This is absurd. It's a brave new world. This is absolute insanity. Nobody thinks this way. In fact, I would guarantee you, if you're an employer and you run a business, you don't give a rat's butt what your employees' political views are. You're going to care about your your customers over your 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 consciences of your employees to impact their political decisions. You on would the certainly customer. think so. If somebody's operating a business, they need to leave politics at home. They shouldn't even put a, you know, a candidate sign in the window. You're going to alienate a certain percentage of your customers, <coughs> excuse me, in doing so. It's unbelievable. It's, it's stupid to run a business in that manner. I'm just curious on what you think of this. 454-1366 on the July 5th holiday, July 4th holiday, on July 5th. 454-1366, is it right should restaurants now begin to treat people who have different political persuasions differently? And according to Stephanie Wilkinson, the owner of Red Hen Restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, the rules shifted. You can't ask employees to hide their consciences while they're at work. She continued to say, this high-profile clash rarely involves a citizen over entrees. It's more citizen often, over entrees. It's more often a frustrated person, an employee lashing out, an administration who trashes norms. That is kind of funny. You think about it. Citizens over entrees. She said, not surprisingly, if you think about it, you can't call people your enemies by day and expect hospitality from them in the evening. So in other words, she's it's actually not free saying hospitality. If I'm paying a fee for their <laughs> hospitality, oh, yes, I can. Exactly. And yes, I will. And when they don't give me the hospitality, I will complain. So let me ask you, Mrs. Uh, not that Stephanie. Not do any good with that lady's restaurant. She, she, should, she should not be in business. Stephanie Wilkinson, uh, you can't call people your enemies by day. So you're saying the Trump people call people their enemies, and then they walk into your establishment and want hostility, and you're not going to give it to them. I don't, I don't consider anyone on the left my enemy. I don't consider them my enemy. Of course not. I don't not. go down the road and come up behind some moron with 4,000 bumper stickers what a great for every liberal— candidate that's ever run in Virginia, and I don't go up and, you know, put them in a spin or run them off the road or even communicate with some vulgar hand language. I I don't do that. This is the difference between conservatives, you and me, and liberals. Liberals learn to hate. They say they're tolerant. They say they don't hate, but they are the haters. Let's make no mistake about it. If that's the way it is, then I should be concerned about other motorists who obviously don't believe like you do, don't believe like I do, don't see things the way I do. I, you know, we all have a right to our own opinion. 
What kind of society does this make, Stephanie Wilkinson, when you're actually saying to people, you can come into our restaurant, but my employees are going to act on their conscience. Is that the kind of America you want? Listen to what else she said here. This is what she said. If you don't want to be held accountable for your actions by the people who serve you food or make your drinks. Well, you're, what does she mean by your actions? You know, the way you vote? Well, the way, yeah. Is the that what vote, she means? You want to be held well, accountable for the way you vote? Remember, she's talking about the Trump people here. serving you food are going to get you. Well, listen to what she says. She takes it further. She goes, if you don't want to be held accountable for your actions by the people who serve you food or make you drinks, it best if you simply stay home. How tolerant of you. That's a threat. I take that as a threat. Wow. Wilkinson writes this. She's from Virginia. She lives in Lexington. She runs the Red Hen restaurant. She's the tolerant, uh, inclusive, is it? Oh, yeah. Tolerant, inclusive, accepting. Oh, yeah. Accepting left. And she is willing to rather than you come into a restaurant to be treated humanely, just stay home. She's, you, she says she's the tolerant, inclusive. Oh, they're left. self-proclaimed. It's self-proclaimed. This is what they think in their minds. Okay. The left constantly thinks this. You know, they're the, they're the ones who are the, the, the tolerant. The non-haters. You know, they're the non-haters. We're, we, we're the, the conservative haters. They yeah, we're, are the, we're the haters. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We uh, show our hatred by dining in her red hen restaurant. This is what's happening in Virginia, this woman. She's from Virginia. So, again, she's, uh, she's, Stephanie Wilkinson. She, has, she should be in a psych ward. <laughs> she shouldn't be serving she food. She really should be in a, psychi- a psychiatric ward somewhere. They probably probably don't have one in Lexington, Virginia. But So let me ask you Here's an opportunity to open one because this woman needs to be somewhere. It's a legitimate question for those listening. And it, whether you're conservative, liberal, whatever it might be, here's a legitimate question. Would you rather go into a restaurant that is self-proclaimed Christian conservative and be served by Christian conservatives, i.e. Chick-fil-A, or would you rather go to a place run by someone like Stephanie Wilkinson, a self-proclaimed liberal who uh, identifies that? Which place do you feel more comfortable eating? Which place would give you the best service? I think it's obvious. Not Stephanie. Not the liberal one. Why do so many people love Chick-fil-A? Gosh, just saying. 454 None of that garbage is taken into consideration. Greg from Prince George, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me on. Thanks for I joining I had two us. things, and uh, one of them was what you just said about Chick-fil-A. I mean, I much rather go there and be welcomed in Chick-fil-A than, you know, visit her skanky place. Absolutely. And uh, the, the other one is, you know, if they know who you are out on the floor, uh, don't think that they're not going to give your meal a special seasoning uh, in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And and who yeah. do we who do we trust to to serve us better? I mean, do Christian we conservatives for do, sure? Right, why why would they're not? I thought they were hateful. According to the left, that people like us are the most hateful, mean, intolerant people ever. And it turns out that Stephanie Wilkinson is identifying herself as that very person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We re- we uh, back up the laws and morals of our constitution and our republic that allow people to like her to exist great point thanks That's for the a call good point greg four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six i'm appalled by this I'm, I'm surprised that the washington post even took an op-ed from some 
some woman in, in Lexington who well, kicked out to, Sarah Huckabee. They're going to print something as crazy as that. And, and I, she, she, knows, she knew she'd get printed. So she's essentially saying it's okay to spit on Eric Trump. That's what she's saying. You're, you're, that's how bad a person you are, Eric Trump. That it don't be don't don't you think you can come out in public and not get spit on? What when a did people of being. America become this this cynical, this childish, this disgusting? Good point. These when did the people of America on the left become hateful? <laughs> so filled with hate, it wasn't mm. like this a while uh, ago. You know, Barack uh, Obama some. got elected. We nobody got spit yeah, on. Yeah, nobody. Nobody got. The place nobody down. said, "Don't come in my restaurant if you don't support this man." Never. That didn't happen not. anywhere. In fact, let's just compare the difference to the Red Hen Restaurant at Chick Fil A. Red Hen Restaurant is absolutely a hateful group of people who refuse service. Chick Fil A is the exact opposite. Yet claims, yet they get told they're like the Red Hen. And this the, shows, the left is unreal. This shows which side of the fence the intelligent people stand. All right, coming up, you won't believe the mob that destroyed Chick-fil-A in New York City at the Gay Pride. And Virginia, Virginia School District, new transgender policies without telling the parents. That's next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. The country wasn't built by Wall Street bankers, CEOs, and hedge fund managers. I can't see it wasn't built by Hood Shack. <laughs> That's phenomenal. We love you, Joe. Come drink a beer with us. Oh, oh, by uh, the way, I, I, I must say that this Red Hen uh, restaurant woman, she has every right to run a restaurant any way she wants. She wants to kick out conservatives and and, uh, and all that. Fine. You can do whatever you want. It's, you can run any way you want. I'm just telling you. We should go out there and open one and call it the White Chicken. What's the, you mean Red Hen... White. We be the white chicken. Oh, okay, got it, got it. A, white uh, chicken restaurant. A we serve anyone and everyone. Remember this: uh, the, the Stephanie Wilkerson woman who uh, runs the Red Hen restaurant is tolerant, right? Um, so is uh, the rest of the group that's on her same uh, side of the aisle. The uh, Manhattan Gay Pride Parade on Sunday uh, vandalized the Chick Fil A there uh, during the Gay Pride Parade. Uh, the terror mob wanted to send a statement to Christians nationwide. So the progressives uh, attacked the uh, the restaurant. The mob put up F haters on the windows alongside a red X targeting the Christian family uh, restaurant. By the well, way, who are there, the haters? Isn't that hilarious? Like who are the haters? And, and, and th- that is so true. Meanwhile, uh their their love language is uh, love language, and then they they really appeal greatly. You know, they call haters are uh, while they're people of hate with their destructive and mob mentality. That's that's just they should take the security cameras, get pictures of all of these people. You know, scrape off the F, put the picture underneath it, to have it just say <laughs> "hater" all the way around the restaurant. You believe that? Un- unconscionable. This uh, this LGBT movement is is it's unbelievable, and it's it's not about just hey let me be of the gay whatever lifestyle. It's more than that now. It's actually bigger. I mean, you can't even have a different view. Look what they did to Chick Fil A. You think if you were there and the Chick Fil A way would attack you? I would bet my life. They're closed on a Sunday. Single by the way. employee that works there now or has ever worked at that Chick Fil A has ever done. Anything. Anything to any member of the LGBTQ of community. Of course not.
Arlington, Virginia. School board attempted to quietly push through new rules to give preferential treatment to the transgender students in secret. They had secret meetings without even knowledge of the parents. And many of them, quite honestly, were furious. The parents discovered that the school board had been working hand-in-hand with some radical transgender activist group while refusing to consult with parents. Worse, when the parents found that the board's group on the transgender policies were conducted in secret, the parents could not even gain access to the plans unless they filed a Freedom of Information That is insane. (laughs) That is crazy. So so I send my kids to your lunacy school under lockdown. And you, you now get them in there, you get to indoctrinate them above all things. But it's not even about indoctrination at this point. Well, it is, it is a big deal. But why do you have to file a Freedom of Information Act? That's like getting documents from the FBI or the <laughs> CIA. Right. Not some stinking school, school board that right. did something secretive. They must think they're real real spies. Yeah, we, we did that behind the scenes, man. No parents were, were available or allowed. This is, this is public education, Arlington, Virginia. Here's under the policy. The policy they actually did in secret with the transgender group. The definitions for gender identity and transgender that are deemed acceptable by the school board are spelled out. Okay. Wow. Access will be granted to bathrooms and locker rooms that correspond to the student's identity, not whether the student is a female or a male, but their identity, not even in regards to any kind of surgery or medication they're taking, just what they claim. The so stu- in other words, male students can now head on into the girls' locker room. Yes. And, and take a shower. Yes. That's exactly what it means. They would be granted bathrooms and locker rooms that correspond to their gender. The students would have the ability to participate in any extracurricular activities consistent with their gender identity. So men can now be on the women's soccer team or whatever it might be. Overnight school events will allow students to sleep in quarters consistent with what they believe they are. At this is complete chaos. At that particular time. Of course, in the morning. They'll be different. They may identify as something <laughs> right. else. Students will be allowed to use names and gender pronouns of their choosing, whatever they want it to be. And then, by the way, the school will have to be trained on how to keep up with all the undergoing transgender issues in those schools. So they have special training for people to come in and teach them that if Johnny says his name is Joanne, his name is Joanne. What if Johnny goes back to Johnny? Right. He goes back to Johnny. What if Johnny comes into the school and believes he uh, should uh, be playing a basketball team? He's seven foot two and he's really five foot two. Is this what are we going to do with that? What, do we, what do we do? Play. What if Johnny thinks he's a zebra or something or an alien? Yeah, yeah. The, well, there could be some aliens. There, are we but, are we really suggesting in today's culture that whatever people think in their mind, we should acknowledge and just go, "Yes, that's what you are. Good for you." Is that really best for you're society? The first zebra I've ever met. <laughs> What a pleasure. Is that really healthy? Is that really the best way to deal with this? Is it really healthy to say to a kid, wait a minute, I am I know what you are. You're a male. Science knows this, but you think you're a female. So it's best for society, according to the left, just to go, it's okay, Johnny. Oh, you're Jill now. Yeah. Go That's on, healthy? Man. That is better for society? And, and then what's good for our, the rest of it is to go to our Arlington schools and say, yes. Not only do we were going to say it's okay, but now you have to live with the boy in the girls' locker room. If I was a parent of a young lady and uh, I found out there were young men coming in 
locker room with new names, and that was it. Boom. I would file suit against that school. I would sue their brains out. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. 820 WNTW. So perfect on this holiday weekend, celebrating the Declaration of Independence, the cause of freedom and liberty, and the left hates it. I just don't get it. They do hate it. Well, to them, it is a hamburger hot dog day. That's true. It's a day off that most of them are getting paid for. Hamburger hot dog day. All right, coming up, uh, you won't believe the gun session that's coming up with Ralph Northern. We got clips of that and what he'll propose. And uh, programming change, all that's dead ahead. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 90.7 FM. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. Count on uh, Democrats to fix that. (laughs) Insane. Exactly. If they give it to us, we can certainly spend it appropriately for them. So Hanover is suing a man for leaving his Christmas lights up. (laughs) The county. There must be somebody. There's something happening there. Influential. Must be somebody's got some friends in high places nudging them to sue. I mean, suing somebody for leaving his Christmas lights up. Is there an ordinance saying you can't leave them up? You left yours up. I don't see what the problem is. I never took them down. (laughs) Women's World Cup captain says, I'm patriotic. I love the country. Yeah, right. And uh, the gun session starts this week, and that's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended on this July 5th live outside the capital of the Commonwealth. Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. It is nice out there. We do have scattered storms coming in over the weekend. But if you are northbound on 95 and you're going up to Fredericksburg or beyond, uh, it's going to be closed until the early evening hours due to a, a, a pretty bad accident up that way. It's backing up now, so you might want to get over on Route 1 or 301, depending on where you're going, and, and go ahead and hit the detour now so you can avoid that traffic backup. That's northbound 95. Thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun this hour. 454-1366. First, a quick programming update. The Lee Brothers will be um, moving to Saturdays, 8 to 10 a.m. on Saturdays. That is a change from the radio station. Things change very quickly in radio, and you never know what's going to happen. I would suggest that you stay tuned to WNTWTheAnswer.com for updates about the Lee Brothers, about our station. We have new hosts joining us. We've got all kinds of things happening here. It's all for the good. Trust us, it's all good things happening. Our new theme song will be leaving on a jet plane because uh, (laughs) we'll be leaving Fridays. But you can still dial us in Fridays on Facebook and... uh, they're still in the word in the, in the works. A lot of things rescheduling things. So there's going to be some changes here at the station, but they're all going to be good. So stay tuned to uh, to that wntwtheanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page too. By the way, Ralph Northam gets his way this week. Ralph Northam thinks that uh, well, you know the, the the shooting in Virginia Beach that he could have. If there's just a law in place, we would have fixed that. By the way, none of the proposals he has listed for this General Assembly session that starts on Tuesday would have stopped the shooter in Virginia Beach. But don't don't think for a second it makes any difference, Lee Brothers. Here's Ralph Northam discussing it this week. 
Obviously, you know, several weeks ago, 12 precious lives were, were lost in, in Virginia Beach. Uh, looking at the big picture in Virginia, we lost over a thousand. So, wait a minute. You are a demagogue, more of them. Lost a thousand to gun violence. That makes it sound like there's people shot in businesses all over. And a th- no. Do you know two thirds of them were suicides by guns? You didn't say that, did you, Governor? No, you made it sound like that your bills are going to stop suicides by hand, by guns? No, of course not. You are already deceiving from the get-go. Virginia Beach, uh, looking at the big picture in Virginia, we lost over 1,000 Virginians last year to, to gun violence. So uh, that's just unacceptable. And so I have called the General Assembly back. I have asked. What are you going to have a suicide prevention hotline for now? I mean, if it's two-thirds of them were suicide... What's a gun law going to do about that? I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, Governor. Please continue. It's just unacceptable. And, sir, sure I have called the General Assembly back. I have asked uh, leadership to allow these common-sense pieces of legislation to go to the floor for a vote. And I'm confident that if they go to the floor of the Senate and the House, they will become law and they will make Virginia safer. And at the end of the day, uh, this is about saving lives. So he, he put out some common-sense legislation. So... He's convinced that it'll make us safer. What he said about uh, About the uh, what he what he said about the uh, blackface and all that garbage way back when that was all common sense. What he said about abortions, late term abortions, was common sense. Well, he's far from common. (laughs) He's far from common sense. (laughs) The uh, the governor is convinced that he's going to make you safer. You believe that? I do, feel do, safer already. Do, do do you believe four five four thirteen sixty six? Do you think there's a gun law that we've been missing, and that general that the general staff is going to solve this week in their special gun session that'll make you safer? Do you actually you actually really believe that? I mean, I know you how, may be as a liberal if you're listening. I know you probably hate guns and don't like guns, but how are they going to get the guns out of the hands of the criminals? If there was a way to to wave a magic wand, you know, have a wizard come in and (laughs) extract all of the guns from the criminals and let the honest folks who want want their Second Amendment rights to keep their guns, I'd I'd be in favor of that kind of gun control. Right, right, exactly. But the last time a wizard came around, he he wasn't able to do it. He tried. It was Gandalf. Very hard. It was Gandalf. The rings were so... You know, evil. Gandalf died, didn't he? No, he came back to life. That was in the second one. Gandalf, oh. Gandalf did come back to life. He came back as a white wizard, which is actually very, very good. And ended up fighting Mordor in the whole bit. You've seen the movie. It's very Gandalf good. was awesome. He was. By the way, J.R. Tolkien's awesome. It's a good book. Lord of the Rings, read it. Anyway, I think where you got distracted there. J.R. Tolkien's a wizard. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. He invented a language, by the way. He actually invented an elvish language, which is pretty impressive to invent a language. You know, How the, hard do you have to work to invent a language? The Klingon language is real. It is. You can learn to speak Klingon. There are people out there who can speak Klingon, which tells me Klingons are real. Who would go invent a language when all they had to do is get a hold of a Klingon, say, give me a book, <laughs> and you're off, language is off and running. Mark <laughs> from Hampton, you're on AM820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Hey, Lee Brothers. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, uh, I think it's funny that uh, Ralph Northam talks about 12 precious lives when he has no problem with 
birthing, having a child birth and let it die or kill it right there. Uh, what's more precious than a newborn baby? Not, not to make light of what happened to Virginia Beach, but, but how can he be worried about those lives when he has no problem with extinguishing uh, babies? Have a credi- he's got a credibility problem. I, think. I agree, Mark. That's a massive credibility problem. How do you say when the baby's born, then you have a discussion on what to do with it and, and, and then come out and say, I'm concerned about uh, the thousands of lives killed by gun violence in Virginia when two-thirds of them are, are suicide. Ralph Northam should not be the governor of Virginia. Well, the, maybe, but he Simple is. Simple as that. So now we have a new uh, legislative session starting on Tuesday that's all about guns. He's got a list of a bunch that is supposed to protect us. And he claims, he promised you this will make us safer if he got his way. What's interesting is there are some bills that will make us safer, except they're introduced by Republicans. Here's one of them. This is introduced for this session coming up on Tuesday by Delegate Mark Cole. It's a carry conceal handgun with a permit. Employees of any agency of the Commonwealth can carry. It provides that. An employee of any agency of the Commonwealth or political subdivision thereof with a valid concealed handgun permit may possess or carry a concealed handgun in his workplace. That would have stopped the shooter in Virginia Beach. This is a real, legitimate, life-saving bill put forth by a Republican. So if you want to make the General Assembly session work on Tuesday to actually make us freer, ignore Ralph Northam and everyone he wants to do and embrace what uh, Delegate Cole wants. The Democratic version of that bill would take guns out of trunks, glove compartments, automobiles, your pocket, so to speak. That's exactly right. If the Democrats got their way, you couldn't protect yourself. The bad guys always can get the gun and come into the gun-free zone. But, oh, of course. That's and where we, they commit their crimes. Two other bills that will be introduced in this special session on guns by Republicans that you just might like. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Well, let me say this. I think we need to do more to protect all of our citizens. I have long advocated... Uh, This is not what today is about, but there are too many guns on the street. We lose 93 million Americans a day to gun violence. I mean, I've long talked about this. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on 820 WNTW. Trust us. I mean, government. Trust the government. They'll take care of you. You don't need to take care of yourself. Don't you know the the, the uh, government's here to protect you? That when seconds count, the police are minutes away. Come the on, the government now. is us, and we're we're doing things right. <laughs> That's right. That's hilarious. The government is us, so and, uh, we're doing things Ralphie right. Ralphie Northam is convinced that he's going to make you safer. That if he could get these gun proposals passed, you would be safe. That is a lie. You cannot trust. That the government that takes the, 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 the rights of you, the law-abiding, to protect yourself can be there to protect you. Because the bad guys aren't going to be law-abiding. One no, of the- and you're not going to take a gun away from a bad guy. Right. Even if you did, he's just going to go buy another gun from another bad guy. Of course And that's he is. a proven fact. They, you know, they put a r- rule in place in Chicago. You couldn't own a gun in Chicago. It's a gun-free city. 
crime rate went through the roof. Crime rates with violent criminals, I mean, violent criminals, shooting people and so forth, went through the roof in Chicago because you couldn't protect yourself anymore. You couldn't own a gun in Chicago. Well, one of the things Ralph Northam wants to do on Tuesday... He should go be mayor of Chicago. He wants to uh, enable localities to enact firearm ordinances that are stricter than the state law. That includes regulating firearms in buildings, municipal buildings, libraries, and permitted events. That's what's exactly wrong. That's what happened in Virginia Beach. Instead, we have bills by the Republicans to actually fix that. One bill by Mark Cole, Delegate Mark Cole, says, forget that. If you get a permit, you can carry in those places. That's one bill. Another bill is a right to keep and bear arms, codifies what the Constitution says. That's a bill by Mark Cole. Then there's this. Senator Dick Black has been working and drafting a bill that would allow local government employees to be able to carry concealed at work if they have a concealed carry permit. It's similar to Mark Cole's bill in the House. If you want to have a session just for guns, then listen to what the Republicans are proposing. That will make you safer, not Ralph Northam. Paul from Chesterfield, you're on 8M820 <laughs> WNTW. Got locked up there for a moment. With the Lee Brothers, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah, I'm the same Paul that called in last fall, and I was the one that mentioned that I'd never been a really political person very much, but I voted for Trump and um, then I was close to 60 years old and how, you know, um, I didn't really agree with how these politicians can just stay there forever, that kind of thing. And yeah, you all yeah, remember yeah. You, you had said it was a phenomenal call at the time and you had gotten some emails and phone calls after I'd called in. I remember. Yeah. Stating I remember. that they agreed with me. But, you know, one thing I want to say about some of today's topics is, um, what I find odd about all these mass shootings is that, for the most part, and I'm not saying this is the cause, but I, because I think there are many causes or many things that are contributing to these things, is there's a book called Anatomy of an Epidemic by Robert Whitaker. And it shows in that book in, very, in a very detailed manner and uh, how these violent types of things have been occurring. Well, not necessarily in this book, but it shows how the, the, the disability rates have gone up right. over the last 30 years sure. due to uh, pharmaceutical drugs. Yep. And, and I'm probably purposely not going to name which ones I'm talking about. But the way that they are drugging everybody up now, I mean, you go, the... the the kids say, oh, you've got ADD. Oh, yep, here's the drugs ADHD. for it. Right. Oh, we need to give you Ritalin. I don't think there's any and question. They're getting, uh, what's that? I don't, Paul, I don't think there's any question about that. I think you're, I think you're nailing it. Um, and, the, and the example would be that, that guns were as pre- prevalent today and available today as they were 20 years ago, except we didn't have this kind of thing. It can only be pointed back to the, the, the kind of uh, epidemic of overprescription of drugs for all kinds of medical issues. The other thing I would say is almost every one of these shootings, we know who they are. We know who they are before it even happens, including the one in Virginia Beach. We, th- this, this guy was a threat to his, to his uh, fellow employees, and they knew it. Yeah, there's so many people inside that business that were concerned. They and, wanted and to voice carry. their concern. Right. The management was concerned. 
We always but they tend had a to rule know they couldn't carry. We always tend to know who these people are, and yet for political correctness reasons, we do nothing about it. It's easier to attack an inanimate object that doesn't do anything without a human being first picking it up. It's called a firearm. And by the way, those are the same things that we can use to protect us. All right, your phone call is next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. Great call, Paul. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. That was good. That was really good. Especially on this holiday weekend where we celebrate the signing of the Declaration of Independence for the cause of freedom and liberty that gave us the greatest country on the planet Earth. Jefferson. Uh, and if you don't think so, go find one. Move, please. Exactly, please. please. Get out of this incredible land that you think sucks. Sucks. Right. Move away. Now, the answer to uh, gun violence is not more laws holding back the good guys, which every one of these would do, but more freedom, more Second Amendment rights. Or you could actually sue the gun makers. Now, I'm actually joking, but that's what's happening in Las Vegas. A family of a woman killed by the gunmen raining down gunfire in Las Vegas during the high-rise hotel shooting is suing eight gun manufacturers and three dealers because they're responsible. Yeah, those, I mean, gun manufacturers, they're totally responsible, right? I mean, they actually took the gun, put it in the guy's hand, reached around and pulled the trigger for him. An insane man is responsible for that. The man was nuts. You know, he was absolutely crazy. Someone had to have known this guy was nuts. They oh, had they to. They had to. Um, but that they missed it, and now it's sue the gun manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Is there? How can we not as a society see how insane that is? You know what's sad is they'll get some money from the gun manufacturers. Something will happen. I'm sure. And there's probably some somebody thinking, yeah, let's sue the gun manufacturers. Well, you know, people somebody thinking they should. People who use things in the wrong way shouldn't have the 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 being if someone borrows your chainsaw or buys a chainsaw from a manufacturer and then uses it to hurt people, can they sue the chainsaw manufacturer? Or hurt you know, they use it to hurt themselves. Right. Even though there's no defect defect in the chainsaw, they've sold you know, right. 800,000 of these chainsaws and nobody's I buy a cut pitchfork. an arm or a leg off with it yet. If I buy a pitchfork and stab my neighbor with it, is it the pitchfork's fault, the manufacturer of the pitchfork? I mean, this is I Only if I live next door to you. <laughs> That's right. Then it's definitely a problem. All right, coming up, this uh, Hanover is suing a guy for his Christmas lights that are still up. And this women's soccer player says she's patriotic no she swears she does we got the quote we'll share that with you next and your phone calls 454-1366 lee brothers 820 wntw 92.7 fm making radio great again the lee brothers 820 wntw what country did we declare independence from to celebrate the 4th of July? I don't know. I don't know. What is the purpose of 4th of July celebrations? I'm going to turn it to the guy in the USA Sure. Fireworks. A little more specific. <laughs> a little more specific. Celebrating our independence. There we go. A little more specific still. Independence. Day. From... 
country. Uh, step in here at any time. Uh, which country was that? History was not my subject. I slept through that class. And happy Fourth of July. Thank you. Happy Fourth to you guys. When Jesse Ventura, John Wilkes Booth, and the other founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence, what year was that? 1970, sorry, 1870-something, but I don't remember the specific year. What's the purpose of Fourth of July weekend? Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, is Richard Lee. Celebrating my independence over here from Canada. Uh-huh. And, Je- and Jesse Ventura was one of our founding fathers. I did from not. From 1878 <laughs> or 1887. <laughs> it was, was one of the two. It doesn't matter. Jesse Ventura and John Wilkes Booth, too. I guess he was you, right up in there. Do you think the ignorance of our country has anything to do and impact our politics? Do you think? It should impact our education system because, Wow. The answers like that. If you don't know what Jefferson and Madison, Patrick Henry, George Mason, uh, James Madison had in mind, do you think that has any impact on the way you see politics today? It's- of course. If you don't know what our founding is about, if you don't know why government was instituted among men, what its role is, then you don't have any clue. It's only what you think in your little mind around a six-pack on the weekend. No wonder our country's a mess because— People don't even know what Fourth of July is about. The last gentleman he asked a question of there um, got it right, and he had a he had an accent, sounded like he was from a foreign land. He figured it out, and he knew. You know, you would probably find a lot of people who have recently become U.S. citizens because they have to know a lot of things that everyone should know. Of course, to become a U.S. citizen, and, and they right. It's a shame. It's a shame that the people who are already here are here by default and they don't have to know any of that stuff. Or have any love for the country, i.e. this soccer player. All right, Megan Rapinoe, she is the captain of the World Cup women's soccer team. By the way, Sunday plays for the championship against Netherlands, yada, yada, yada. She was asked, are you patriotic? Do you love the country? And she was asked for good reason. She does not sing the national anthem. She does not put her hand over the heart near, during the national anthem. She essentially stands there in protest against the very comp- country she is representing in the World Cup. And she calls it courage. And she says all these things that are bad it's about the country. It's not courage. So you want to know what she said when asked that question? Are you an American? Do you, are you proud of the country? You want to know what she said? Here's what she said. Quote, now, I, this, this paragraph, we'll read it here. Quote, I think that I'm particularly and uniquely and very deeply American. Particularly if, and uniquely and very deeply American. She goes on to say, if we want to talk about the ideals that we stand for, the song and the anthem and what we are founded on, I think I'm extremely American. What? I don't, what? I don't see that. I don't, but she doesn't I don't do see that. that at all, and I don't think so. What I mean, what we stand for. You, you you stand, but you don't have the song. You don't sing the anthem. She doesn't you don't put know her hand over her on. heart. She can't even put her hand over her heart when all of her other teammates are doing it. Are doing it. She says, I think I'm stre- extremely American. Then she says, I think for the distractors, 
I would have them look hard into what I'm actually saying. Distractors. Is that a rock band? It sounds, it'd be actually a good name. It would be. Yeah. And she goes, I think you'd have to look particularly hard at what I'm saying. The actions that I'm doing, maybe you don't agree with every single way I do it and that you can't be discussed. I know that I'm can be discussed dead. Yeah. I know that I'm not perfect, she said, but I think that I stand for honesty and for truth and for wanting to have a conversation. You're playing soccer. You know, you stand in front of the entire world and don't sing the national anthem, put your hand over your heart. What do you think you're saying? Are you this dumb? You actually think people are going, oh, she she really loves the country. She just doesn't, not a good singer. Oh, come on. Oh, give me a break. She's she's not running for office. She's not going to be a public servant. Right. You know, she's a soccer player. She continues. Looking at the country honestly and saying, easy, we are a great country. And there are many things that are so amazing. And I feel very fortunate to be in the country. Really? Really. Then why don't you show that? What, what is wrong with you? She goes on. I would never be able to do this in a lot of other places. You're right. There's a but, lot of other places. If you insulted the country, you would, you'd be dead within 24 hours. But also, that doesn't mean we can't be better. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't always strive to be better. I think that this country was founded on a lot of good ideals, but it was also founded on slavery. Wrong. It was not, not founded, founded on, on slavery. slavery. It was never founded on slavery. From the beginning, it was designed to eliminate slavery, abolish it. And now, we came to those ideals and did that. I think if she said the country was founded on the ignorance of the future, I'd have to agree with it because she's obviously... Has no clue. She has no clue. She goes on. And I think we need to be really honest about that. And we're not. You don't think we talk about that enough in this country about slavery? And by the way, I thought you were protesting. I thought the reason you didn't sing the anthem there, Megan Rapinoe, from the World Cup women's soccer team, I thought you didn't like Trump and how he treated lesbians because you're one. Now it's about slavery? It's changed. Oh, it is, yeah. There's something more dramatic. She says... And I think we need to be more honest about that. And we really, and be really open in talking about that so we can reconcile that and hopefully move forward and make this country better for everyone, unquote. There's a lot of that's in that sentence. I had a hard time reading it. I said that about that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that's in there. She's Megan Rapinoe is, is a, is a teenager idiot, idiot. Um, And I, you know what? I say that in all due respect to everyone else on the team who I'm sure cannot stand this woman's uh, all about her mentality. This is a, the United States women's soccer team. And yet look what you've done here, Megan, you've made it uh, a judgment on the country. You've made it about you and your personal attitude and view. And then you actually tried to say that you're extremely American and that you like the anthem and you like the song and the founding of the country, yet it was founded on a slavery, yet we need to talk about it and move forward and make it better. That's not what you're doing. But you know what? <laughs> now, this is going to sound so wrong, so horrible. You want to whisper in my ear first to make sure it's acceptable? No, we need, just to, whisper. To, we need to go to break. No, <laughs> take it to break. And then I, but anyway, when she says she's extremely American... And you hear these people out on the street being interviewed who don't know their butt from a hole in the ground about any kind of American heritage. Founding principles. You find a young man with a 
accent from a foreign land that knows the right answers. And then you find all of these Americans who straight up and say, I don't know. I don't know. What's the 4th of July all about? I don't know. Or, or Megan here, who is actually trying to make you believe that her not putting her hand on her heart and not singing the anthem makes her more American. She's making a statement. <laughs> Give me a break. You can't even make a statement without saying that, 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 that. <laughs> this is ridiculous. She's ridiculous, she but com- she is a lot like a, you can go out on the street with a recorder and find, you know, an American band of morons who, who can't answer her parents the simplest you. questions in the world. Her parents are proud. You and I interviewed all those kids at the state fairgrounds that year from a college. From a college. I remember. And the professors came up and chased us away away because... (laughs) We were embarrassed. Their students (laughs) were were (laughs) dumb as a fence post. That's true. They were stupid as bricks, and it was an election year. You have any more of that clip, Mark? Play some more of those those, uh, San Diego Beach on 4th of July. Which country was that? History was not my subject. I slept through that class. No, obviously. Happy 4th of July. Thank you. Happy 4th to you guys. When Jesse Ventura, John Wilkes Booth, and the other founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence, what year was that? 1970, sorry, 1870-something, but I don't remember the specific year. (laughs) What's the purpose of 4th of July weekend? I know, celebrate our independence. There you go. A little more specifically. Please, I I really don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's all I know. Yeah, I'm revoking your celebration. You're no longer <laughs> allowed. Independence. He's closer than anybody else. Name two of the founding fathers of the United States. Listen, oh, to man, this. you had to start there, huh? Washington. Hey, I'd ask him, not you. Oh. Okay, name one more. George and uh, Lincoln. Oh. Hey, pipe down over there. He believes. To... All right, that's good. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that people don't know two of the founding? I guess that's normal. I, I guess if you're only worried about what American Idol has on this weekend or America's Got Talent, I guess that or Netflix has some show on that's really cool, like Stranger Things I just learned about this week. Um, who cares who the founding fathers were? As long as I have my Netflix, I pay $15 a month for. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, and if the Democrat Party is going to tax the guy, my neighbor, to give me Netflix, hey, I'm okay with that. There's some really cool historical documentaries for those morons listening. You can learn so much about your country. They're on Netflix, I think. They are. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, 454. If they're going to be on Netflix, why not learn something? 454-1366. Hanover wants to uh, sue a guy. He's got his Christmas lights up. We'll debate that next. 454-1366. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. I have absolute documented proof with footnotes that Millard Feigenbaum was the first president of the United States. How about that? Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. Reminds me a little bit of the story of the man that took his young son-in-law out and was going to introduce him to golf and told him all that he had to do and teed up the ball and the kid took a swing and he missed the golf ball entirely but hit a ant's nest there and into the air and so lined up and took a crack at it and again hit another gouge out of the ant's nest and now there were ants flying all the way through the air and as he lined up for the third try two ants peeked out of the crater that he'd left and one of them said if we want to survive this we better get on the ball it's been fun but now I've got to go 
Welcome to the program. Thank you. I appreciate your um, you answering my phone call. I appreciate y'all every Friday. Um, I have one other thing to say about the girl in soccer. I have one way she can protest everything. Quit the team. Yeah, exactly. I didn't hear him. What did he say? Quit the team. Quit Exactly. Quit I the think team. she could, should quit the team and, and quit the country. Take, yeah. take the country's name off your chest and take it off and give it to somebody else that appreciates it. Amen. You're exactly right, Tom. I've I had agree. To, I've had to check my uh, frustration with this. When I'm watching the team play, it's like I'm like, I hope she gets taken out and... You know, she gets, she, you know, you know, is that wrong, by the way, Tom? Should I not have that feeling? Kick the trying. ball, hit her in the face. That's what I Scott told says. My, I told my kids, I am 60 years old. I, I am a, I bleed red, white, and blue. I can't remember the amount of times I sat in front of the TV cheering for them and sulking when they lost. This is the first time in 60 years I do not care. I think that's kind of where I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of yeah, think, too. you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of, the Women's World Cup much anyway. But I'm a fan of America. And if they're playing, I'm like, okay, let's win this thing. But Megan, this this woman has drove me out of my mind. I'm like, I'm frustrated by it. So I guess that's kind of how I feel about the NFL too, all at the same time. Thanks for this the call. Thanks. <laughs> it's right. 454-1366. Richard, what do you think about us being on Saturdays? Eight to ten. Um been there, done that. Yeah, Saturdays eight to ten. <laughs> that's incredibly good point. You know, Fridays three to six. We'll be on Fridays three to five on uh, on uh, Facebook, and then we'll be on Saturdays eight to ten broadcast. Um, so there's 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 some uh, it, we have been through an amazing amount of seventeen years of radio here in Richmond, and we've been on seventeen guess, years. We've been on different radio stations and different formats. We've been on different times, and and um, it's it's interesting how radio changes i would only say that you know it's always been this case we serve at the pleasure of the station and yeah. as long as they'll have the lee brothers the lee brothers will be here and um, and thanks to you folks out there we've held number one ratings for years and years and years during our time slot so we appreciate you more than we can say you know they, we got if you've got comments about the saturday change give us a call or you can go to wntwtheanswer.com. There you'll find a link. Oh, there right, you go. That's the way to do it. Right to Send the station. Email. That way we'll get copies of the email. We can. I mean, a lot of changes are coming to the station right now. We've got new programs know, coming. New programs, new program directors, new managers. We've got everyone's new phenomenal here. about <laughs> great. of of good folks here, and this station is is changing dramatically, and it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> For you. It will be. For the I mean, audience. It's going to be entertaining. Really We're it's going to be fun. And Very I think, excited. I, I, the only thing I would encourage you to do is just continue to listen because you're going to hear new programs. You're going to hear a new direction. They're redoing the studio. They're redoing the entire station. Uh, it's going to be posh and palatial, and you will not believe some of the things that are coming. So Yeah, the, the, the whole front of the building's changing. Yeah, and it's um, going to be good. So uh, One thing that's not changing is the Lee brothers and Mark, our producer. That's consistent. Um, our time slot is changing a bit, but our time slot, but we'll still be here, and we will continue to be 
and live up to talk radio as the founding fathers intended. No, 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 of entertainment and uh, information we can about that's happening in the Commonwealth, why the Lee brothers are uh, very concerned about it, and why we're very excited about it at the same time. We have a, uh, a brand new stack of honorary Lee brother bumper stickers that have arrived, and uh, we're going to continue to hand those out to those who pass the test of standing up for the cause of freedom and liberty. Uh, our email address is patriots at theleebrothers.com. Although we'll be airing the show 8 to 10 on Saturdays, uh, we'll always be available by email. And, of course, on our Facebook page, our fan book page, uh, The Lee Brothers. And, uh, and so check us out at wntwtheanswer.com. If you click on The Lee Brothers, it takes you to our page. That is where we archive our shows. That is where we uh, have all the information about our bios, about who we are, about the station, all that at WNTW, the answer, click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. That's all I got. We're going to have some fun. It'll so all be good. You know, all stay with good. us. Stay tuned in for all the new, new things happening here. It's really exciting. In fact, it could change when we get off the air. Who knows? And the only well, way there's going to be a lot of changes. Uh-huh. A whole lot of changes because they're in growth mode. And it's going to be... Uh, very okay. cool to watch this happen. We're, we are truly very excited about it. Glad to be here. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. That's a wrap. But it's not a shrimp wrap. I think I'm going to cook me some shrimp tonight. That's what I'm thinking. I might just cook some shrimp. Well, not cook them. They're already cooked. You just pop now, them. How do you, how, what do you do with shrimp that are already cooked? They're frozen. Oh, you, you let them thaw. Them some you water? thaw them. Yeah, you thaw them out, and then you dip them in the uh, whatever I got some cocktail sauce. Oh, so you good! Did. Sounds phenomenal. Thaw them out in hot water. Right. All right. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for the last three years here at Three to Six on Fridays, but it's just not over yet. And we'll be here on Saturdays starting next Saturday, not tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. We usually come in tomorrow. We should be here tomorrow. We should come in tomorrow. That's true. We should. Why not? We just should do that. All right, WNTW The Answer. WNTW The Answer has two great videos there. By clicking on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. America. Wow, what a phenomenal video there at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers and becoming an American. You know, it's interesting, those who go through the process of actually coming here legally to want to be an American, what that process looks like. Think about what it would be like if people had to take an American test that for the census. <clears throat> right. And if that Trump gets his way... A lot of Americans would not be Americans. That's very any longer. good point. The Lee Brothers. I like it. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page where you can follow what happens here as the station goes through changes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Be safe in your commute home this afternoon. If you're going up north, I-95 northbound up by Fredericksburg is closed. It's a bad accident up that way, and they've shut it down. So I'm sure they're directing people off for a detour. Um, you might want to start your detour early if uh, if you're headed that way. If you're going up Route 1 to 301. Anyway, uh, Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, and we'll see you next Saturday right here on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7, The Answer. Six separate Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are, on Young now.
You go home. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.